This podcast has been enhanced, which means it has segment chapters, pictures related to the content being discussed, and links to referenced articles, our blog, and in some cases, GPS coordinates to the locations referenced. Enjoy. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Movies are a heightened sense of reality. Mix that medium with Vegas, and even bad movies are somehow made better. Because at least it's in Vegas. 360 Vegas POV, or Vegas Point of View, is our opportunity to look beyond the narrative of a film and see the filmmaker's vision for the city of Las Vegas. In this installment, we continue our analysis of Martin Scorsese's movie Casino by analyzing the view from Ace's penthouse when Nikki comes to visit and the car ride Ace and Nikki take around Fremont Street. While we do that, we'll compare the film's version of Vegas to the one that actually existed at the time as well as today. But before we do that, let's reestablish the rules. We want to see how close the movie storyline matches what really happened. We'll start by assuming both are exactly the same and analyze the movie to either confirm this or establish that they're different. As we encounter moments that conflict with the chronological events, we'll acknowledge them, then remove them from the equation so we can move on connecting the moments in time that still match up. We'll continue doing this until we're finally shown something that breaks the last connection we have to the continuity of the real events. Regarding the landscape, we will allow it to help us progress in the timeline, but not to establish a break in it. Conflicts will simply be documented differences between the movie landscape and the real one. That being said, one rule we will make is you can only reconfigure properties, either in location or in its evolution. The moment something can't simply be reconfigured to explain what you're seeing, the game is over. That includes making changes to the infrastructure, i.e., things like roads and landmarks exist exactly where they are, or were, in Las Vegas until something is shown to force us to relocate them. So if we're driving along the strip, and after the flamingo we see the golden nugget, then that's where the golden nugget exists in the film's version of Las Vegas. It doesn't become a problem, until we see the golden nugget shown again, but located in a different geographical location. Now let's discuss the view from Ace's penthouse. At this point in the movie, 29 minutes and two seconds, the stage is being set for Nikki Santoro to relocate to Vegas. Nikki is the movie's character based on the real life person, Tony the Ant Spilatro. In this scene, Nikki and his wife Jennifer come to visit Ace, and based on their reactions, this is the first time that they're seeing the view from Ace's apartment. Now we've already removed Ginger from the equation, so the fact that they're also reacting as if this is the first time they're meeting her is immaterial. Even if we hadn't removed her already, and the plaza didn't force the timeline to establish it was 1971, 
we know Tony Spilatro moved to Vegas in 1971. And since it hasn't established to not be 1971, we can assume it is and connect the timelines between Nikki and Tony with it. And if we establish that it's 1971 and we know Lefty and Jerry were already married by then, the fact that Ace and Ginger aren't married at the same point in time would be the moment something was established that broke her continuity with Jerry and the real events the movie is based on and eliminate her from consideration. If we can establish that it's 1971, then we have the start of our timeline symmetry. And not only that, it means they match from 1971 to 1973. As long as you remove Ginger from the equation, so far nothing in the movie has definitively established that the events that occur to Ace and Nikki don't mirror what really happened to Lefty Rosenthal and Tony Spilatro from 1971 to 1973. Back to the scene. After seeing Nikki's reaction to the view from Ace's penthouse, we get a chance to check it out for ourselves. Since we've never seen this angle before, and we don't see any already established landmarks, it's unclear where we're meant to believe this penthouse is located geographically. In reality, this is clearly the penthouse at the southeast corner of Riviera's Monaco Tower. The landmark hotel and casino right behind it, in the corner of the room, is a dead giveaway. Random Vegas. Theoretically, based on the sight line, Ace would be able to see his future home from this view, located at 35 we hope you've enjoyed this premium content preview. For access to the rest of this episode, as well as all the premium content we offer, go to patreon.com slash 360vegas. A monthly subscription will give you access to the enhanced version of the podcast, often with bonus content, exclusive podcasts like 360 Vintage Vegas, 360 Origins, 360 Vegas Movies, insider information on all things 360 Vegas, 360 Vegas Vacation, and early access to everything. To subscribe, simply go to patreon.com slash 360vegas. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can find a link to Patreon on our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com. Hey.